0: December 8th is a day when more than a few things happened. Horace, a Roman poet, was born. Mary, Queen of Scots, was born. In 1991, the Soviet Union was formally dissolved with the leaders of Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine, signing an agreement, dissolving it, and forming the Commonwealth of Independent States. John Lennon was shot. But the thing I really want to talk about is a guy by the name of August Belmont. August <music> Belmont Hey everybody, this is Eric Long, and welcome to today. August Belmont was born to a Jewish family in Alzey, which at the time was in the Grand Duchy of Hesse. He was born today, in 1813. Belmont would go on to get a job with the Rothschild Banking Firm in Frankfurt am Main. Belmont made his way up the ladder to be moved to Havana, but he wouldn't make it there. See, he stopped in New York on the way and found the absolute best thing a budding financier could find, a financial terror. If you had half a mind to invest after the financial crisis, you probably have far more insight to what Belmont was seeing when he came to the US. Things had gone to hell in a handbasket and the Rothschilds operations were no exception. Belmont saw the chaos, said HELL NO to Cuba, and promptly made a killing for both himself and the Rothschild banking firm on the inevitable recovery. Belmont would get into politics and stuck to the Democrats damn near always. He supported and managed a campaign for Stephen Douglas, a Democrat running for president. It was unsuccessful. Douglas lost to a one uh, Abraham Lincoln? But- Don't know who that guy is. Anyway, this, of course, meant that he was gunning for the Democrats on the eve of the Civil War. When the Civil War broke out, Belmont took a look at the Confederacy, realized that there was no way this could go well financially for them, and declared for the Union. He became what is called a War Democrat, a Democrat who supported the Union and wanted to crush the Confederates. During this time, he also held the position of Chairman of the Democratic National Committee. Anyway, back to finances. Belmont was a big supporter of the union. He felt that it had the best chances of winning. It was more financially healthy, it was just an overall good financial decision. Seeing this, he lobbied the Rothschilds heavily to not grant the South any loans or finances. They took a look at the situation themselves and they took his advice and agreed. While they never bought the Union bonds, which would have financially supported the Union, they would never financially support the Confederacy. No loans, no forwards, no nothing. Just nothing. Belmont would leave the chairmanship, but wouldn't be quite done with the world. Belmont had other interests, namely horse racing. And this is probably where you've heard the name Belmont. He used some of his fortune to finance a racetrack in New York. This racetrack would name their race after him, the Belmont Stakes. This race continued and is part of the Triple Crown, you know, those big three races. The most recent winner of this being American Pharaoh. Belmont passed away in 1890 at the ripe old age of 76. So that's it for our show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Eric Long, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, You can reach me at todayhistorypodcast at gmail.com if you have any concerns or anything you want to mention to me. Tune in tomorrow to find out what Odoacer, the Constituent Assembly of India, and San Antonio have in common.